0: This is The Hard Shoulder. I said not long ago that on the show between uh, 5 and 7 o'clock we were going to be speaking to Jim Sheridan, John Borman, Barry Devlin and Martin Scorsese. Now I subsequently admitted one of them we talk about and it is Martin Scorsese. We're wishing him a big roundy birthday John Farley. is that Indeed right? Indeed
1: we are. 80 years young. Uh, sorry, it's me instead of Martin Scorsese. Sorry about that. Well, even better. Even yeah, better, there John. There you go. Correct answer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how people feel about this but the greatest living director I would suggest. Re- Yeah, I'm sorry. Who are his rivals? Well, obviously Spielberg, right, uh, for popular entertainment. But i tell you what I love about Martin Scorsese. He's made the general public, and not just movie nerds like me, care about the business of making movies. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I remember, and this has nothing to do with me, but seeing Taxi Driver when I was far too young, maybe 13 or something, and there's a great scene where Robert De Niro puts kind of like a little tablet to help him sleep into... a Thing of water, and you just see the camera on it for thirty seconds, slowly dissolving. You're like, why is he doing that? And then you realise he's making a different kind of movie than the ones we're used to seeing, like Star Wars or Superman. He did all these crazy things with camera angles as well as telling brilliant stories about a guy who shaves his head and wants to go around killing people and says, you talking to me and all that kind of things. He's everything to everyone, if you know what I mean. That's why I love him.
0: What are his misses? Because we'll talk about his hits in a moment. Yes. And there's so many of them, I worry we won't have time for the misses. So yes. let's get them out of the way.
1: Well, you see, there are misses, but I think even his misses. Are worth a look. I've never seen a Martin Scorsese movie that I didn't get something out of. I've certainly never seen one that I like hated or didn't like at all. I know people might trump out Hugo or Kundun. You know, there's a joke, Marty Kundun. I actually liked it, but but (laughs) there's merit in that. The thing is, you make that many movies for this long, it's not always going to be a hit. Plus. You know, he didn't want to make Goodfellas or Taxi Driver every time. He he had to be allowed to fool around a bit with it. And he's been doing it a long time. Like the Beatles only did it for eight years. So it was a compressed amount of time. He's the Beatles of modern cinema, I would suggest. He's tried his hand at other things and sometimes they haven't paid off. But I've always admired... The effort so condon problematic. The Last Temptation of Christ is a strange film as well. Didn't you know Hugo? It was it 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 was so so. But everything else, The Irishman,
0: No controversial now.
1: Yeah, controversial. A good movie, but in on you know to criticize it if it wasn't Martin Scorsese and you didn't have this feeling like this was almost the end of him telling gangster stories. There was this elegiac feel to it. Maybe it wasn't as big a deal in retrospect. If it had been just a movie from someone else, you might have thought, oh, that's an interesting guy.
0: It was quite long, I remember, yeah. So, So where and when do you want to start talking about the hits? uh, I want to start with Mean Streets. Okay. Uh, Harvey Keitel. One of his first movies. Yeah, third
1: movie, I think it was. Uh, Harvey Keitel is trying to be a God-fearing gangster, uh, and he has this St. Francis obsession. Even though he's a bad man, he's trying to be a good man. But he has Johnny Boy, his cousin, his brother, who he's trying to mind, who's crazy. And one of the best scenes in a Scorsese movie is the first time we meet Johnny Boy, Robert De Niro, walking in. So to me, it begins with Mean Streets. Next, I'd have to say Taxi Driver, Raging Bull is, I don't know, where where do you start? Where do you end? It has everything. It has Robert De Niro's greatest performance. The level of detail in that film, the sound they make, the way Robert De Niro gained a hundred and whatever pounds it was, that just contains multitudes. But then some of the later ones, like The Age of Innocence. People forget that that's a Martin Scorsese movie. This Henry James novel, looking at kind of... Warted romance in you know late 19th century New York Daniel Day Lewis was in familiar. that yeah and he's great in it as
0: well he's absolutely great in not it not the only movie he was in I don't think he'd ever he never got to the point where you would have described him as one of his muses though no, in I the mean, same way De Niro was obvious, his, his early muse
1: and still is I think to a certain extent Leonardo DiCaprio yes. to, to a later extent Joe Pesci of course as well but you see that's a testament to the, the guy people want to keep coming back to him because they love the way he operates Now the thing is he's gone and he's entitled to do this he's gone slightly cranky in later years he had that famous rant against Marvel movies last year and I think he was wrong you know he said they weren't films he said they were entertainment rides like they were like theme park rides and I don't think that was fair because he was saying that's a that, snobbish yeah now the more those superhero movies have gone on I'm, I'm starting to think he may have had more of a point to be honest because they seem to be exercises in just setting up the next one or the next TV show but he was saying that in reference to Avengers End game more or less and he's completely wrong about that like for my kids that is their Jaws that is their Return of Jedi and that's a great movie wherever you stand so I think he's gone a little snobby but he's 80 years of age he's the greatest living film director he's allowed to be a little snobby but I do think he's wrong about how How is he
0: viewed uh, amongst his contemporaries and his peers because he was a long time waiting for his Oscar
1: yeah he was and he said this and interest- he got a
0: sympathy one in the end yeah
1: he said this interesting thing really early uh, or really recently that he was offered Silence of the Lambs and he said... Oh, who it, did
0: direct that in the end?
1: Uh, Jonathan Demme, oh, I think. Yes. Someone Google it quick. <laughs> but he Jonathan said... Jonathan Yeah. It's not Demme. If he, if he had a directed it, he wouldn't have gotten an Oscar for it, he said. And the interviewer asked him why. He said, because I would have made it real because in the book it's even more vicious. And this is another thing about Scorsese. People say he's too violent. I just think he's unsentimental. I don't think he's overly violent but he, he, he gives life square in the eyes. He's an unsentimental mm-hmm. film d- director because one of the viol-
0: violence is one of the criticisms. What know? should he have won an Oscar for? Before Was it The Departed? Is yeah. that what he got it for in he the end? The Departed is a good movie. Yeah,
1: but it's not as good as Taxi Driver. It's not as good as Raging Bull. It's not as good as Casino. And it's not as good as a movie we haven't even mentioned Goodfellas which, you know, is probably in the top three movies of all time. He should have won for Goodfellas.
0: Uh, the producer today, Ronan, he is a movie snob as well. Oh so good. he suggested the department shouldn't have got it anyway because it was a remake. It was a yeah. Korean movie, was it? Uh, Korean. Hardboiled. Is that it?
1: No, in, Infernal Affairs.
0: Infernal Affairs, yeah. that was it.
1: Yeah. Was that Korean? God, we're bad today. Yeah, it was Korean. It was Asian, but sorry. and I think it was... not was it, Chinese? it doesn't matter. I'm trying to backtrack now. But it should have won an Oscar because it was a remake. Oh, I don't know about that. And I'm normally quite fond of Roland, but... Uh, yeah, he's
0: you know. absolutely wrong <laughs> in, in this regard. So, I mean, what is his legacy? Let's assume he does begin to wind down the career a little bit now that he has a big roundy birthday. He's 80.
1: I Where I start, I think he got everyone interested in movie making. There's a piece in The Guardian at the moment about all these filmmakers paying tribute to him. And it's like Woody Allen. It's Edgar Wright. It's... Everybody his legacy can't really be overstated him and spielberg are the masters of our generation i'd suggest
0: all right well if he's listening happy birthday martin yeah. scorsese see john <laughs> fardy presenter of screen time here in news talk john thank you very much thank you. the hard shoulder with kieran cotthey with nissan weekdays from 4 on news talk